Time for the wheel nerds. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, stop a bit. Come on, you. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 99. Ooh. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And I'm lonely. So lonely. That's usually my line. Yeah, well, I'm stuck here in this room with nobody but Chuck for company. And There's and my dog. That barely counts. That's true. I like your dog a lot. Yeah, Bella's great. But she's not much of a conversationalist. Better than me. No, that's it's you know it's like being less evil than Hitler. <laughs> it barely counts. It's like being taller than my in-laws. It's just you know big deal. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to do? I don't know. I think we should get some people in here. I was going to say we should get some friends in here, but well, we can see the problems with that, can't we? Mm, my mom's no longer around to send out checks every month. Yeah, all right. Well, then what we'll have to do is we'll have to just let people call into the show. Hey, that's a great idea. So, when we're recording episode 100, which will be not long after you hear this podcast... 100! 100! Uh, yeah, we should do like a, maybe a Google Hangout or Skype or... I say we just do a call-in, you know, with Skype. Okay, cool. Like we've done before. Yeah, yeah, Our yeah. Skype name is... Get ready to write this down. It's hard to remember. Wheel Nerds. Yeah, that. Mm. <laughs> yep, yep. Wheel nerds, all one word. Wheel nerds, awkward pause. Wait, no, just wheel nerds. <laughs> right now, we'll publicize, uh, you know, on the Facebook and the website when we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Call in, yell at us, ask us questions. And we'll just hang up on anybody we're talking to after like five minutes. Chew us out. Or if you're boring. Chew us out for, you know, whatever reasons. You said bad things about my bike, and my bike is great. Talk about how much cooler I am than Todd. <laughs> I, I just got back from the gym. You see these? You see? Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait. Didn't you have to get me to help you take your coat off? And also pick up the scoop for the dog food? <laughs> Chicks dig that. Do they? <laughs> well, I've learned something new tonight. <laughs> Episode 100, and we'll do the, the call-in. 100. God, have we really done this that many times? Uh, I mean, it feels like forever when I'm in here with you, but... <laughs> I didn't think it actually was forever. That's usually just... It just feels that way. You know, it's like it's like Route 6 south of Price on the way to Moab. It feels like forever, but you know it's like an hour and change. I hate you so much. Mm. Um, uh, let me, I'm going to try to kill you with my mind. 100 episodes of hate. Go toward the light. Mm. Go... Toward the light. The fridge light? Ooh, hey, hey, there's goodness in here. Woo. All right. Me. I'm just going to have to use... Oh, wait. These muscles mm. don't work right now. Ah, yes. Good stuff. Okay. Let's move into, you know, that thing we do. That thing? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Wheel Nerd Stick number one. Classified, Classified advertisements. We got Tampa. It's... We've Ooh. got a Yamaha R6. Ooh, these are fun. They're the fast. 2001, yeah. Hi, I'm trying to sell trade my R6. I paid $3,500 last year, Sucker. two weeks after I bought it, a tree limb hit it, dent, gas tank, broke gauges, and broke plastics for the bike. I kind of put them back together. Rides like a champ. Needs a part to make it start. Have to push start. Selling as is needs work. Runs like a beast. Toped out at 125. Evening, Evening frist. frist. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> get it. So a tree limb, huh? Get it. Tree limb. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, looking at this damage, I, I have to say, this is an oddly bike shape. Yeah, it's weird that the tree limb dented the one side of the tank almost like you bend it, you know? Oh, look, it dented the plastics down well on the back. <laughs> is he using zip ties Tree to hold that noted. together? He appears to be, yes. <laughs> yes. He appears to have drilled holes and installed zip ties, which, you know, okay, whatever. Gives it a wait, nice Wait, wait a minute, back style. up, back up. The yeah, muffler's yeah. missing. Yes, the muffler is missing. Yeah. I'm and gonna... uh, the plate is crudely tacked onto the swing arm? Well, uh, you know, uh, it broke plastics for the bike. I kind of put them back together. <laughs> I, the kind of is really the operative. I kind of like that Frankenstein stitching look. Wait a second, how did the tree limb get the front and the top? That's... You I think this has anything to do with the uh, toped out at 125? Mm. <laughs> you know, it could be. Yeah, I toped out at 125. Maybe that's code for I toped out and the bike was still going... <laughs> Without me. You know, here's a little tip from wheel nerds to sellers everywhere. Mm. Uh, when you're selling your bike, yep. don't talk about how fast you've had it going. Mm-mm. No. No. Rode it rode it slowly to church on Sundays uh, <laughs> and occasionally in parades. Especially when it's broken like this. I mean, if you're selling a Harley, we know you rode it slow. Delta bucks. That's just a given. Where do you stickers? Fast ags. You know, with, with, this, with the fairing all bent up that like, it kind of looks like it says fags. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, depending on where you are, might be a great thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Wow. Definitely. People would be real inclined to stop and help you if you're in the Castro district. Uh, well, is that broken in the right between the lights there? Yes, it is. Which yeah. tree limbs are noted for doing when they also dent things on the back of the bike. And uh, it's kind of, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's pretty banged up. Yeah, it is. I'm sure that was a tree limb. Uh-huh. And not going 125. Oh, what? Bella. Is that you or did Bella just... That wasn't Bomb me. Us from orbit. That wasn't me. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that's why she walked out. <laughs> I don't blame her. That's behind me. Jesus. God. That's right, folks. 99 shows of dog farts. Dog farts. Way to tune in. Front to back. Okay, so... Runs like a beast, except when you have to push start it. $2,000 for... Needs a part to make it start, have to push start. The, the ignition? Oh, I bet it's the switch cluster on the handlebar, which tree limbs are noted for completely smashing up. Tree limb my well, ass. I mean, there's still... Chuck, there's damage to the front of the bike, the top of the bike, and the back of the bike. It was a big tree limb. It was a big tree limb which came at it from three directions, It clearly. was the tree from Evil Dead. Yeah, you know, I... The raping I, tree. Mm-hmm, yes, the rapey tree. The rapey tree. Many, rape, many directions. Rape once. this bike. Mm-hmm. Good God. <laughs> Rides like a champ, though. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> right up until I bend it, at which point it stopped riding like a champ. Uh, wow. Okay. It's not so good. Our next one. 1992 CBR 600 F2, also known as the 600 Me Too. $1,000 in Newport News. Bike runs great. It just didn't have a tittle due to burning up in the vehicle fire. Willing to negotiate a fair price, but no low balling. Not stolen. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't have a title due to it being burning up in vehicle fire. Well, at least it hasn't been raped by a tree. Was it this vehicle that was on fire? It doesn't look like it. Uh-huh. Burned up in a vehicle fire while attempting to steal the vehicle. <laughs> the way you sold this bike 
In Newport News. Attention, Newport News Constabulary. I threw a Molotov cocktail at the car chasing me. And I missed. Really, really badly. I didn't know it would blow up that fast. I, it doesn't look like this bike was on fire. No, it is a little blackened, but that might be because somebody murdered it out. Yeah, I mean, it does look like someone spray-painted it, to, you know, because it's no, stolen. No, 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 they murdered it out. To keep it from, you know, being noticed that Murdered. Not stolen. With cheap spray paint that left streaks. Totally not stolen. And those are drips on the tank. No lowballing. Good job. Not stolen. Not at all stolen. I want to see the other picture. So the one picture is badly exposed and you know you can barely see anything. They give us another image of the it looks like it's probably the same bike and it looks even worse from this angle. Look, it's 94 on the back. Yes. Yes, <laughs> which you know must mean it's fast because only bikes with numbers on them go fast. You know, his numbers on the back, so you know because he's going to be passing people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Com- it's pointing straight up because he's doing a wheelie the whole time. Yeah, it makes sense. Chain and sprockets are po- compared to be composed entirely of rust at this point. Well, he's had to hide the bike because it's not stolen. Right, yes. yes. The seat's kind of in pieces. Yeah, maybe maybe they got ruined uh, by the vehicle fire. Yeah, maybe this thing was in the fire. Yeah, it could be. Maybe this bike... Oh, I know what it is. What? This bike was parked in a little garage like your old one. Uh-huh. And the garage caught on fire. Yeah, except I'm still riding the Strom. I guess he's still riding this, huh? Well, your 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 Strom was protected by a layer of Todd. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> some of the Todd did burn off and leave some char, though. Right, yeah, well, you know. You still don't want to touch the rubber up by the mirrors. So maybe that, this is bike. That, that's why it looks all flat black. Yeah. The bike is actually blue. <laughs> And not stolen. Or possibly yellow. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> not stolen. The blackout job on the engine is amazing. How'd you do that? <laughs> oh, um, uh, heat-based treatment. <laughs> uh, you know, high heat carbon. You know, carbon on bikes is all the rage. It makes it fast. Yeah. Dirt. I mean, look at, look at how much money that people with Ducati spend on carbon parts. Carbon fiber. This bike is covered in carbon. Yeah. Fiber. Ish, not. It's covered in carbon. Carbon is fast. But Ducati people like carbon fiber. Well, sure, yeah, because they're old and they need to poop. <laughs> Wait but, you a know, minute. Young How's, guys, young guys can just get young guys can young, just get carbon. Young guys love carbon fiber. What do you mean? Because they're old and they need to poop. Chuck, I hold my bathroom brakes a lot better than you do. <laughs> you jump off the bike more frequently than I do. Well, okay, that's true. <laughs> and I have the bladder of a squirrel. <laughs> I am clearly a decade, aren't I like 10 years older than you? I don't know, something, something like, like that. Something like that. I mean, if I, granted, if I like think of drinking soda, I have to pee. So. If you see a bathroom anywhere within 20 miles of you, you're heading toward it. I have a GPS set to show them. <laughs> There's actually an app you can download, La Pissoire, and it'll just, you know, point you toward the good bathrooms, you know, either the ones that are like acceptable or that you can just foot John your way through. Either way, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the kickable like things in the wall. Mm-hmm, I, like mm-hmm. I have an app that just shows me all the highway rest stops, but mm-hmm. that's just because I like to strangle hobos. Mm. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I mean, we all have our things we like. Yeah. I am younger and cooler, so I like carbon. You know, since you're getting up to that certain <sighs> no. age, you need more fiber. No, no, 
carbon mean, fiber. The kids love the carbon fiber because it's fast and it's strong. And look at all the Fast and Furious movies full of carbon fiber. They're wearing carbon fiber bras on the women, for God's sakes. Chuck, how old do you suppose most of the actors in the Fast and Furious movies are now at movie six or seven? Well, now, but back in 2000. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for proving my point. But back in 2000? Carbon fiber is for old men. Totally. Fiber. Okay, wait a minute. No, no. Carbon fiber is for everybody. Mm-hmm. It is not age discriminating. Get plenty of fiber, folks. Shit. <laughs> yes, you exactly. Too, too much fiber. You've caught on. <laughs> fiber. Get off my lawn. <laughs> nah, okay, so uh, what do we got next? We got New Craigslist category coming soon. $20,000 Alaska. There's a new category coming to Craigslist soon. Overpriced Harley Sportster. Ooh. This new category will allow sellers of overpriced 883 and other sporties to their own place to advertise without cluttering up the normal priced bike section. This is an idea whose time has come. Should be any day now. Keep your eyes and wallet open for it. God, I can't wait. A $20,000 sporty. Well, that one's one of a kind. See, he's got the little rack on the tail. <laughs> one of a kind, Chuck. One of a kind. Uh, is that a screaming eagle rack? Screaming chicken turkey thing. <laughs> Those look like the stock pipes, actually. I know what Harley Sports stock pipes look like. You see, no, he's got a little wrap on the exhaust there. He does have a little custom. Wrap. One of a kind. Twenty thousand dollars. Pony up, monkeys. Oh, Get your wallets out, assholes. Someone's someone's frustrated by the uh, the Harleys. You know, I sense that. Obviously, he's not looking for one of a kind sports. He wants to be, you know, just on a regular sportster with, you know, no mods. Or he, he wants to be one on those rice-burning imports, mm, mm. taking jobs. Yeah, job like takers. This, yeah. Job stealers. Mm, yep. They mm. took my job. Not made, not made in China like good Harleys are. Oh, sorry, no, India. No, sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, assembled in the U.S. No, 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 the parts of it that are really crap are made in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, not the brakes. You don't use American brakes. And not the electrics. You don't use American electrics. That would be stupid. Angry Or the fuel injection. You don't use American fuel injection. I mean, who in their right mind would use American fuel injection? That's idiotic. Angry letters. Angry. Not the tires either. No, you don't use American tires. You want the the German tires. Paint? What? Paint? It's applied in the U.S. (laughs) You know, the vinyl on the seat is, you know, good Chinese vinyl. I mean, American vinyl is shit. Complete shit. Uh, a sticker in the tank is... Uh, it's also made in China, actually. Never mind. The engine... The uh, pipe wrap. You know, it, it used to be. Um, yeah, used to be. Yeah, the uh, the union wanted too much money, the pipe wrap union. <laughs> and so they had to s- ship it overseas. Oh, Lord. Ang- yeah. Angry letters, angry emails. You know what? I, I'm go- I have a uh, I have a treatise. Mm-hmm. Treatise. I was sitting on the john. Mm-hmm. As I am wont to do, once, <laughs> and Harley sprang to mind <laughs> once a day. <laughs> when you've had enough carbon fiber, once a day. I was reading a cycle world, mm-hmm. so you know the last page is always a joke page. Yes, old vintage photo of uh, Harley guys, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a guy wearing a shirt that says Harley Davidson. Yep, and it's like in this year, nineteen whatever the bumblefuck the you know Bob wore the very first Harley Davidson motor clothes shirt two years later Harley Davidson produced their first motorcycle (laughs) and that got me thinking we should not bag on Harley Davidson motor clothes I agree HD clothes are a good thing they really are because they are raising motorcycle awareness only not on the road not on the road but at least they're helping to recruit into 
You get guys, they buy the clothes first. True. Guys are buying shirts first. They're yeah, buying their okay. bandana. They're creeping into it. Mm-hmm. And then one day they're like, well, I've got all this shit. I might as well get an 883 for about, you know, 18 grand. Sure, yeah. Okay. Because I've already got I like 20 grand of clothes. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want to look like a poser asshole. Fuck yeah. No, $19,000, you don't want to be a poser asshole. But you hit the 20 grand mark in clothes. You've got to have the exposure. I mean, come you on. You've got to accessorize. God. Yeah. Motor clothes are a good thing. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I have no real uh no And the motor clothes? With motor clothes. They help carry Harley through the dark times. That's true. That's very true. The dark times. You mean the times when they're producing bikes nobody wants to buy? Exactly. You go to the Harley showroom now, a good 70%, 80% is clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. That's their profit. That allows them to keep making these bikes that are... There, on the floor. With wheels and everything. are shiny. Mm. You mm. can look at. Many are shiny, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And they've got, remember Tipanogos Harley? They've got that big area where you can look into the workroom where... Where they're changing ma- the oil on all the bikes? Right. And it looks American. Yeah, so motor clothes. Motor clothes. Leather, bandanas. Quality, made uh, in... Quality motor clothes. Clothes. Pink leather jackets for five-year-old girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's. Oh not God! Weird. I just had a little weird glimpse of my future there. <laughs> so yeah, we shouldn't make fun of Harley Davidson motor clothes. You're the, right. Motor clothes are a good thing. Harley I wish Davidson motor clothes are more, quality products. More manufacturers push their their clothes angle. I think it's a hole in the market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Manufacturers. Triumph is you know it's, it's pushing their you know they they got it. Yeah, BMW. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no one does it like Harley. BMW just has the bald spot cover caps, though. You yeah, know, yeah. They and Ducati are really behind the times there. They're like, got to cover the bald spot. It's like, okay, but what about the rest of the body, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. You know, polo shirts. You don't even need to have a little alligator one. The, you the can f- get a little Ducati one the instead faux, of the alligator. The faux mechanic shirts. Oh, the yeah. The faux you know, yeah. pet shirts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Harley's got all Something that. with Steve McQueen on it. Elastic stretch, comfort, comfort stretch waist pants. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, they sound comfy. Harley's got those. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Ducati? Why doesn't BMW? Why doesn't uh, Suzuki? Maybe Harley has a patent. On the elastic comfort stretch? No, on elastic comfort stretch motor clothes. And so nobody else can make elastic comfort stretch motor clothes. Well, God damn it, that's just good American business. There you go. <laughs> that's there why we make shit in Taiwan, so they can copy it. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Okay. Next ad. In Anchorage, we have a 2010 Yamaha TW200 for $3,000. He's awful proud of this thing, isn't he? Yeah. Great bike. Just a hair over 1,000 all commuter miles. 2010. It's now 2014. 1,000 commuter miles. This is sat too long. I'm a big guy and get 75 miles per gallon on this bike. <laughs> Not a speed demon nor a motocrosser. Fat tires inspire confidence cornering on the street. <laughs> I can drag the pegs on this thing. Never dropped. Garage kept. I'm a granny rider. Wait, let's let's play that back. I can drag the pegs on this thing. I'm a granny rider. I can drag the pegs on this thing. Granny can drag pegs? So it's never been abused. Okay, I could sort of maybe buy that. Price is firm and unrealistic. Call my number, Rick. Thanks for looking. Please call between 9 a.m. and midnight. (laughs) Um... Granny's like, get out of my way, bitches! Is this really a problem? I gotta go to bingo! You think a lot of people are calling him at 1 a.m. or 7 a.m.? Well, it's Alaska. How would you know what time it is? You can't look out the window. True. What time is it? It's dark! (laughs) Really dark! Or it's light. (laughs) Light still. Dark, light, something, I don't know. With bears. It's bear out! (laughs) Again! It's always bear out here! (laughs) 
When is it not bare? Bear time. Uh, wow, that is a fat tire. Yeah. Oh yeah. T Dubs. T Dubs have wonderful chubby little tires. They're mm-hmm. amazing city bikes. Specifically because basically <laughs> nothing gets in their way. You said chubby. <laughs> well, you know, this is actually one of my favorite ones to do demos on because it's like easy mode riding a bike. He wants three grand for it. That's uh, for a bit steep. Four-year-old bike. That's really steep. That's been sitting. It hasn't been out in the bear at all. So he's riding lit like 250 miles a year. Yeah, which for a two-stroke bike is sure not to gum it up. <laughs> but it's like new. Well, I... Barely broken in. Barely broken in? <laughs> he said he didn't ride it when it was bear out. <laughs> this ad is clearly trying to take your money. There's a bear with a circus hat. What <laughs> <laughs> a coincidence. I feel that way every time I'm on the TW. <laughs> Not as bad as, you know, like the Eliminator, where every time I get off the thing, I have to take the fez off. But You know, be af- before 9 and after after midnight, it's, it's bear. That's <laughs> uh, bear time. <laughs> Why can't you call me? Because it's bear out. Bear's got the bike. <laughs> bear stops, mauls somebody, gets back on the bike. I mean, bears have a busy schedule in Alaska, let's be honest. And they hibernate for so long in Alaska. <laughs> Is it just me? Are those the tire prints or footprints coming off? That's the tire prints, huh? Right under the tire there? There's footprints all over the bike from moving it around. (laughs) Here, this looks... They'll make it look like it's been ridden. Ah, yes. Now, see? It went back and forth in the driveway. (laughs) Pushed several times. I can't get it out of the garage. I have to ask the bear for help. (laughs) Bear, come get your bike. Bear! Get in here. Okay. That's all for classifieds, I guess. Yep. And now a message from our sponsor. Oh, Sally. Oh, Sally. 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 What was that, Billy? There's nothing, Sally. Keep going. There's someone here. Who's that? Is that. Is that Todd from the Wilderness? Are they doing anything yet? Hey, Chuck. What are they doing outside our car? Kids, did you know that back injuries are no laughing matter? It's true. You should always take precautions when you're doing something with your back that could possibly strain it, contort it, or even, you know, just stretch it in a way you're not used to. Like what you're doing there, Billy. In the back of a small Civic. Oh, that's hot. Are you saying I could deal with a lifetime of pain from this? That's right, Billy. A lifetime of pain, chiropractic bills, and visits to people who really can't do anything for you. Possibly back surgery, acupuncture, homeopathy. No one wants that. Wow, that was close. Thanks, real nerds. You're welcome, Billy. And that's one to grow on. Now, please continue what you were doing. I don't know about those new sponsors, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it, it's nice to feel like you're doing something good for the world, but you seem off somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, our parole officer should like that better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, doing good for the world. Right, that. Yes, not court-ordered. I mean, that was a good two hours worth, right? Yeah, 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 solid. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It takes forever. Practice. Mm, mm, mm. So I was in the, the BMW dealer uh, over the weekend, hiding, as you're so prone to do there. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I just kind of blended by mm-hmm. everybody. Like the GSA felt more like last year's or you know mm-hmm. the, the air cooled one. It's sure. just a big fat whaley. Yeah. But when I was sitting on the GS, I was like, wow, this felt kind of a long skinny thing in front of you, kind of like a Tenere feels. Uh, no, better than a Tenere because the Tenere made me feel kind of disconnected. Yeah, like you're, you you can barely see the speedometer. You're like, let me put my glasses on. Right, right, right. I'm going 70. <laughs> uh, no, the GS actually felt really well laid out. Hmm. The Did tank you? felt slimmer. Everything looking at it from the front, it doesn't look as whalish. But it's 20 pounds heavier, and I think the dimensions are pretty close to the previous year. Hmm. Interesting. But the feel's a lot better. Clearly, they doodled with it. I, I was sitting on the lower lower end, or not the lower end, but the lowered model. Mm-hmm. So the lowered model. Yeah, I guess there's a low seat. You know, low seat, high seat. Oh, okay. I hmm. mean, for my inseam, everything it was, it felt really good. Chuck, I'm starting to get worried about the way you're talking here. I'm 41. Oh yeah. I'll be 42 soon. Yeah. This year. Gotta eat your carbon fiber. Wheel nerd listeners, I'll, it's almost my birthday. What are you doing to celebrate Chuck's birthday? Episode 100, Wheel Nerd listeners buy Chuck a GS. Do you think that'll work? I have my doubts. I mean, if everyone pitches in? Very serious doubts. They buy me a GS? Well, if everybody pitched in a dollar, we'd have... A taco. No, no, that'd be at least two tacos these days. Yeah. Maybe we could get like a 10-pack of tacos from Taco Bell. Oh, man. <laughs> We'd eat like kings, Chuck. we get all the free sauce we want. Oh, <laughs> man. And that's, you know, and they don't even mind. I mean, you're sitting there filling up your pockets for half an hour. I said too much. <laughs> I hope my parole officer wasn't listening to that. <laughs> I don't know. It was really... Now, the real problem I can see here is even though you're 41 and starting to get into the target market, mm-hmm. how will you buy a GS? Um, I think you'll have to get one used. I don't see any other way. I think I'll have to get someone to go into the dealership for me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What if I follow you in? There you go. And I'll hold, like, a credit card and stuff. And they're like, are you Chuck? Yes. I like Japanese movies and girls. And, um, um, what's the robot show? (laughs) (laughs) And robots that fight each other. Big robot show. Big robot show. My favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd like to buy things. I think we can pull this off. I, I'm buying we can it. do this. I, yeah. I, I, no, I'm buying that. I mean, I'm buying your imper- your impersonation of me. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I think we can pull this off. Yeah. 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 And then ask, you know, it's funny. You don't look like your picture on here. And I'll be like, I am in my 40s and have had some work done. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> your hair is grayer in the picture. No one can tell. I've been working out. Just for Mangel. <laughs> I've been eating more carbon fiber lately. <laughs> Thank you. Carbon fiber. <laughs> Sir? If mm-hmm. I follow you closely enough into... Oh, oh, you know what we can do? We can do the thing like they do for the jokes where I'll put shoes on my hands and we'll pretend you're really short. And then you put your arms underneath my arms and we act like we're a really short person and then like your hand comes out with a card on it. <laughs> 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 Why do you have three hands? I am half Japanese. <laughs> Wave the hands around. Like Indian guys. Your, your dealership is racist <laughs> against three-handed people and my credit card. Maybe if I just stand close enough to you, the aura will make me visible. No, I'm pretty sure it'll make me invisible. <laughs> 
I'll be like, hey, I don't have any money at all. And the usual, you know, usually I walk in and I can be like, I can be like wearing a bum shirt with holes in it and, you know, not have shaved in a week, which, you know, really doesn't represent a lot of beard in fairness. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I could be smelling funny and, you know, have a dead cat over my shoulder and like three guys from the dealership will drop on me mm-hmm, out of the mm-hmm. ceiling tiles and be like, hey, <laughs> you look like you could use one of our fancy lights. Maybe you could just say you're buying it for a friend. Yeah, they always think that that's that's shady. Then why would they care? Because really, all they're going to need is my money. ID and my social, so they can run their financing, mm-hmm. and then someone to sign it. Mm-hmm. And then that's all True. they care. That's a good point. Yeah, you can be like, I don't sign papers. I brought my manservant. Ooh, yes. <laughs> there you go. We'll get you a little, we'll get you a little hat. Yeah, the little fez. Mm-hmm. Yep, the little fez. Mm-hmm. And all you say the entire time is, mmm, <laughs> at people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. This, has, this, this could work. Yeah, yeah. We might be able to actually buy you a GS at a BMW dealership. Wow. Whew. We'd have to, I mean, we, we probably sell a book about that, right? <laughs> How many people are there like me? I don't know. Listeners, are any of you invisible in dealerships? Would and if, if there are more people like me? How would anyone know? <laughs> a listener sent us an email. What's it say? I don't know. I can't, I can't see any words. <laughs> the invisible listeners. There's tons of people up there just tapping on windows. No. Hey. Hey. Can I buy a taco? I'm really hungry. I've got like a hundred bucks on me. That's why those, there's those uh, self-checkout uh, lanes at the grocery store. So people like me can eat. People, you know, the grocery people are just like, I don't get it. Those things just go off by themselves and I they fill up with money. I don't know. I didn't buy a salami. I did. Who said that? <laughs> did you say who did? No. How do these things keep making money? No one goes through them. <sighs> the bags are always empty. Do you think it's the homeless? <laughs> We need to find somebody who has that, that rest area app. No, it's it's just the Chucks. Chucks of the world. <laughs> I think uh, you'll have to ride it. I don't know how we're going to pull that one off. But you go ask for the test ride. I'll pretend I'll just... I'm test riding from the pillion seat. No, you say you're going to test ride, and you're like, my manservant will test ride it. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he goes out. <laughs> Does your manservant know how to ride? Don't make eye contact. <laughs> It's best not to say anything to him when he's like this. I was talking to Claire about it, and he was just like, why? Why a 1200GS? That's a fair point, because there's nothing I can think of it does that the Versus doesn't do as well, mm. apart from be a BMW and theoretically have a higher top end, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't want to use on either bike, because damn. It just the cockpit felt better. It's a lot more expensive. It's a lot more expensive. Yeah. Maintenance would be a lot more expensive. Oh, maintenance would be crazily expensive because the only way to fix it is with that BMW universal tool. <laughs> you know, a little plastic thing. It's like like two inches by three inches or something like that. Uh-huh. And I'd have yeah. to bring you in every time. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even get it worked on without me. I don't think I like this anymore. I don't want to be like your your bike helper. You're, you're going to be my puppet. <laughs> Hello, it's me again. <laughs> You know, this bike doesn't seem like it's adjusted for you. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like to sit in strange positions. You're, you're not even wearing a helmet. I live on the edge. This is Utah. I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you were from my friends. <laughs> Why did you ride two bikes here? <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. How did you ride because, two bikes? Because here? one needs to be worked on. <laughs> I stood between them with a rope on the handlebars. I did I mention I teach in the MSF? <laughs> well, you may not know this about me. I'm an MSF instructor. <laughs> and that, that goes into our next thing. Yeah, MSF instructor guy. Yeah, the MSF has a new curriculum coming out. Uh, when? Uh, Two thousand four. Uh, what year is it? Mm, well, it's 2014, but no, they're, they're quite sure that the 2013 new program will be out by the 2000. They're quite sure this curriculum exists. We've heard great things about it. Has someone seen it? Um, you know, somebody I met said that a friend of theirs um, was at a thing and they saw some papers. Did did someone like me come up with this curriculum and that's the problem? I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm... I mean, I'm sure they're doing something clever with it that means, you know, I mean, maybe it's taking so long because it's got so many cool new things. Now, is this meant to be like a comprehensive curriculum, like beginner, advanced? I know about the beginner part. It's supposed to be different. Well, you know, there's some controversial stuff. Like there's a new breaking practice that they're doing that a lot of instructors are sort of weird about. What what they actually have to do is use these robotic simulated uh, cuddly animals. What? Well, you know, right now the instructors stand in front of people and, you know, we put our hands out if we're stopping. But right. it's dangerous. Yeah. So now we're using, like, fluffy, cute robots with big, sad eyes that come out in front of the student. And if the student hits them, obviously they feel really bad, so they've learned a lesson. You know, it's the shame-based uh, learning that's very popular these days. I, I see. Yeah, the problem is a lot of the ranges can't afford that. You know, cause It I mean, sounds expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, robot cuddly animals are very expensive. Why don't why you just put people in, in furry suits? Or get furries. furries you know, will do maybe it for I'll suggest free. that as a best practice. Furries will do it for free. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it'd be a little awkward because they wear thongs and big bulging ball sacks. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. You know, that might make people hit them more. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to run them over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll make a suggestion though. You know, because we could probably buy buy animal suits or you know get the jazz bear. There you go. I mean, what what is the jazz bear doing on a weekend in the middle of the day? Nothing. Nothing. And I bet he could use the paycheck. Or he's strangling hobos. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's enough time to strangle hobos to come for breaking practice. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's some. There, I mean, there's some cool stuff about it. It's supposed to have more of the situational awareness stuff, theoretically. Okay, which is cool. We're excited about that. So maybe like training the instructors in the new curriculum is taking too long. I mean, I haven't gotten the training yet, so presumably they're like working their way to me. I mean, have they actually released it? No, no, they haven't released it. Okay. Yet. I okay. mean, you know, certain people have seen it at conferences and things. I mean, okay. Like you know, the the showing what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do sounds like a nice idea. I remember a few years back, wasn't there like some talk about the MSF incorporating simulators? Yeah, they talked about that. Again, you know, it's like the animals. They're too... They're too expensive. Too expensive. I think the animals actually are what ended up with the simulator because it's cheaper than the original simulator. Plus, it turns out the original simulator was poking people in the eyes when they crashed Mm -hmm. in it. So it was a pain-based kind of training. Yeah, yeah, and that's really out these days. Shame is in. The studies are out, yeah. Pain is out and shame is in for training. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're really trying to move toward that. The part that's really killing me is, you know, I I figured I'm going to get ahead of the game. I'm going to do some practice because mm-hmm. if I'm supposed to show students what to do now, I'm good at that. What I'm really not good at is what not to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I am, I, I'll be perfectly honest, listeners don't laugh. I can't do a wheelie on a rebel. I just can't do it. It's been a good run for the wheel nerds. I don't know how we can go on. We're, we're just imposters at this point. Well, and that's, that's not even the hardest part. Doing burnouts on an eliminator is the hard part. <laughs> 
so you're practicing wheelies and burnouts. Yeah, well, it's what not to do on the various exercises. So, you know, they'll, you'll do the demo, and they'll be like, don't do this, wheelie, burnout, et cetera, crash the bike, and, but do this instead, and then you do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so they get the both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when they do it wrong, you say, we told you not to do that. Mm-hmm. As in the shame-based, it seems to be pretty effective. How are you at demoing the, the bailout? You know, I, I haven't tried it yet, to be honest. No? I'm no. a little scared of it. When I took my MSF class, mm-hmm. a student asked if we were going to be trained on that. On the bailout? Yeah. In the older, less good curriculum, you, you wouldn't have been. So now we will. Well, I mean, you know. Well, that's great. It's an experience-based, shame-based training. So. I, I need to learn how to bail out. Yeah. Are we going to learn how to, like, slide it under semis? I think that's the advanced course, but I haven't seen anything from the oh, advanced course. Oh, God, that would be really cool. And I think the thing I'm really looking forward to, though, because, I mean, as, as an instructor, it's always really hard to tell people, like, you know, they'll come up, they'll be like, what do I need to work on? And what, I, what I'm thinking in my head is, well, you need to suck less. Um, <laughs> How do you say that? Uh, well, you, you try to like pick something that they're doing wrong, and then you know eventually you have that awkward conversation. Have you, you tried them, sucking like, less at breaking? It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Man. <laughs> try that sometime. <laughs> well, the new bikes though, they'll be equipped with the sucking sensors. Wow. Yeah, those are actually pretty cheap because it's this new plastic stuff, mm-hmm. and as the student rides crappily, it changes color. I need some sucking sensors for my bedroom. Not that kind of sucking, Chuck. Well, no, you're going to have sucking sensors in your bedroom. Yeah, they're going to turn red. Damn it. <laughs> It'll help me get better. But it means when, you know, when it's time for me to counsel someone out, I don't have that awkward conversation of, well, you know, I'm not sure you're having fun with doing this. Have you ever counseled someone out? Oh, yeah, all the time. Really? Like- yeah. Like, I like to send one out per class, maybe two, if possible, crying, just as an example. No, no, I mean, like, really? Are you... Are, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. What's that conversation like? Well... The conversation, no joke, is usually something along the line. I mean, let's be honest. People who are being counseled out know it's coming uh-huh. because they've usually been stinking up the place for the last several exercises. Okay. Usually I'll ask them how, how you're feeling, and usually they're feeling incredibly tense or unhappy or scared or something like that. Have you ever um, had to counsel out a belly? You know, I don't think I have. I've okay. had to counsel out some really, really terrible men and some really terrible women. Okay. But um, they, they were – they. Why were they in the class? Varied person to person, quite honestly. Okay, so yeah, there isn't something... There's no common thread. There there seems to be a higher percentage of people who don't really want to be there who end up getting counseled out. Okay. But it's, it's voluntary, so there's not that many people who don't want to be there. Yeah, you know? unless they're dragged there by someone else. The spouse that gets dragged occasionally yeah. is a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in the future, I'll be able to use the sucking sensor, and I won't have to have the conversation. I'll say, look, you're red. I'm sorry. Rules are rules. Bye. Oh, I know what you need. What's that? You need me there. What, to invisibly pick them off the bike? Uh Uh-huh. It's time for you to whoop. (laughs) What was that? Every time they get back on the bike, shove. I like it. (laughs) I like it a lot. I can't get on the bike. Oh, that's, no. Maybe ejector seats would be a better way to go. (laughs) Like a gyroscopic (laughs) thing. Yeah, yeah, this is solid. This has like, so I I don't know. We'll see what happens with the new curriculum. What is it with the current curriculum that you think needs... That you think they're working on? I think they're working on the aliens. What? It's a dirty little secret about the MSF that the uh, original, the current curriculum was actually made by aliens. Which is a problem, you know, with the whole immigration thing these days. Wait, what kind of aliens? Oh, uh, space aliens. Illegal space aliens. (laughs) Are there any other kind? Do we have legal space aliens? I've said too much. Do they work at the MSF? Let's go into some listener mail, shall we? (laughs) Micah writes... Mika? Mika? Mi- Mi- uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking Mika. Uh, hey, guys, so this is the first time waiting to you, guys. Waiting? He's waiting. This is the first time waiting to you, huge? 
And first things first, Team Todd. Sorry, Chuck. LOL. Fuck you. I almost wanted to be Team Chuck now. So I've been riding two years, and I'm only 21, so I got an early start. You would probably guess by my age that I'm a sport bike guy. I would like to think I don't sit around at gas stations, but the longest ride I've done was around 800 miles. No, the to longest ride I don't. Longest ride I don't was around 800 miles to L.A. So don't do that. From Grants Pass, <laughs> Oregon, one day. Also, that was on my current bike, which is a Ducati 749S that I've put ah, quite a lot ah, into ah, my ah, Olin suspension. Ah, 21, guy Ducati. It must be a. I bet he likes carbon fiber. It's a typo. What? Typo. Huh? Typo. Which, as in a person with a ward on their nose who casts spells, is awesome, by the way. I started listening to you just before my last track days in November and I couldn't stop laughing. LOL. Okay, he's 21. Uh I just came back from a work trip to Las Vegas and I was laughing on the plane, probably looking like an idiot. Well, you're, you're in good company with this show. Referring back to my LA trip and my duck, yes, I was I. The stock. Yes, I was on the stock seat. Ah, oh, yes, and yes, it's hard as a rock. I think he dictated this letter. I think so. This, you know, what this smells like this smells like uh, voice recognition. Yeah, <laughs> voice misrecognition. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go on. Since then, I've pretty much tracked it out. So, my point of this email: I haven't listened to all your episodes. I'm at number twenty, but I've listened to your three latest ones. So, I was wondering: Have you ever talked about how a track day, or especially a track street skills class, can help anyone on two, or in your case, on three wheels? Like my first track day school is Reg Pridmore's school. It's a track school that focuses on street riding. Sure, you can go fast, get a knee down, but what they teach you will actually help you out on the street. I know you're an MSF coach, but I think school like this where they can teach you in a controlled, at a normal riding pace environment help a lot more than doing a U-turn in a parking lot. Anyway, <gasps> keep up the good work and keep them shows coming. Well? Yeah, it will. Okay. So Seeing I- the people that were with you in your beginner class, do you want them going on around a track at 70 miles an hour? Totally. <laughs> you just want to do it so you can watch the carnage. No! Oh, liar. <laughs> no, I, I agree. The the track on the street skills schools are absolutely a great supplement to some sort of beginner. Here's how a friggin' bike works school. Because mm-hmm. keep in mind, that's really what the BRC is. Here's how a bike works. Well, he's been riding two years. He's on a Ducati. Mm-hmm. So he, he knows basic operation. Yeah, he's got the basic operation down. It's a good time to take a course like that. Hopefully it scares him a little bit and it makes him smarter. And, mm-hmm. you know, you hope for the best. The second, third year is a really dangerous time. Yeah, because that's when you're... you're I know what I'm doing. And you're 21. And you're 21. And clearly, we already know he's not that bright. It's a LOL. Well, no, because he picked Team Todd. So clearly, not that bright. Like, I'm talking maybe 70 IQ points? 60, 60, 55? I don't know. I mean, he can't even spell his name right, so... I'm sure his name is actually just Mike. I think the Team Todd thing just proves that nobody likes you. (laughs) Bella likes me. Don't you, Bella? What? Does that count as buying your friends if you go rescue a dog? Nobody likes you. <laughs> so that's Reg, the short Reg Pidgemore. I haven't heard of that one. So he went from Grants Pass to L.A. 800 miles in one day. Oh, that's a rough day. On a Ducati stock seat. That's a really rough day. Well, then, you know, he's 21. He's young. That's true. Yeah. He's a young buck. He doesn't need to eat carbon fiber to have a regular... Never mind. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Ken writes, I want to thank the both of you for continuing to berate the craziness that appears to envelop the bobber, chopper, cafe, racer, hipster phase of motorcycles. I swear I want to slap some of these guys who take grinders to stock FCR, CB, KZ frames, etc. They make the bikes worse and turn an old classic into junk. Yeah, keep in mind we're talking about bikes that are... By modern standards, eh, junk at best. <laughs> I will and, happily report I managed to save a GPZ 750 from a similar fate a few years good ago. Job. Traded the guy a savage for him to chop to his heart's content. 
Excellent trade. My 84 GPZ is being lovingly restored to original condition without being hacked, stretched, etc. But how will you be cool? By the way, those damp hipsters made PBR expensive. I used to enjoy... Wait a minute. Lies! No. He liked PBR before it was cool. Oh my god. You are a hipster. You're a meta hipster. You're totally... He's so, he's so hip, he's going to stock from... He's moved through Barber Chopper Cafe out the other side and into stock old bikes. <laughs> he's, wow. He's gone plaid. This guy, this guy is like... He's like the sheep with the bell on it for hipsters, man. Wow. Super hipster. The, the hipster bellwether. Hipper hipster. Hip, hipper... Hip hipster? Hip hip hooray? Hip erster? Hip hip hooray? Hip erster! Hey, hooray. What did you learn, Todd? Hip's dest? Hip. 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 I can't. I can't figure out the word, Chuck. I've learned I'm bad at English. Is your hip broken? My hip's been broken since I became a dad. Do you need a hip replacement? Who's the old one now, Todd? Shut up. My minivan is comfortable. <laughs> Do you need to go to the bathroom? Yes, hurry up and finish the show. <laughs> I've learned I'm cool again, compared to Todd. Which isn't really very Eat impressive. a bag of them. <laughs> That's all i got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Don't forget to call in for our 100th show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very soon. Next show. Be on the lookout. Girls, I'm talking to you. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.